I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Veda Zane. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you are listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. and Ro Moran coming to you for another live stream on a Thursday night. Dami ulit pag-uusapan, but there's less of us on the stream because Ro and the SHIT is off prioritizing his ACADs as he should. So he's got a big exam coming up in the next few days. So if you want to send him some some luck, some well wishes, go tweet him at Monday Night Rowan. That's spelled with an N I T E over on Twitter. All right. In the meantime, uh, ang dami nating uh, pag-usapan from Goldberg's return again to uh, Babyface Ronnie, which Becky Lynch has been making fun of on Raw. Uh, to Keith Lee making his debut uh, debut on Dynamite and NXT Vengeance Day predictions. All of that. Uh, happening on the stream in a few minutes. But first, we got to let you know that we have one last giveaway for that two terabyte voucher over on Mega, the cloud storage website, courtesy of our friends from Machong Chismisan. So stick around for the end of the show. We've got our magic roulette already and now finalize that in our menu entries for this week. So that's happening later. And uh, we also got to let you know about another way that you can support the pod. And of course, that is by being a wrestling, wrestling podcast patron. Right, guys, as you know, Elimination Chamber live from Saudi Arabia is coming up uh, in two weekends. So if you want to be a part of that watch party as we watch it on Sunday morning after the show that goes live um, after midnight, all you got to do is subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. For as low as 250 pesos a month, you get access to the Discord server where we we do the watch parties and where we talk wrestling and other stuff. Uh, you get exclusive review content of all the TV shows and pay-per-views, uh, which I've been posting. And then you also get merch, which is either Pasabais from uh, uh, WWE Shop, Shop AEW, Pro Wrestling Tees, or our own merch line, which is coming pretty soon. And uh, patrons get first dibs on our original merch line. Again, uh, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast, as low as 250 pesos a month. All right, let's start over on SmackDown and talk about Ronda Rousey. Because when we did the live stream last week, we talked about how she came out on Raw to a resounding welcome, but not a baby face no pop. And then 
sobrang nakangisi si Ronda, sobrang di siya masaya, dealing with the fans, and then biglang flip of a switch later on SmackDown, yun na, she's high-fiving kids, smiling all the time, babyface Ronda is 100% here again. So, what do you think about this sudden switch? Uh, if somebody forced her to act that way, then good. Because now uh, it, it shows that people are aware that uh, there is a problem with how Ronda is presenting herself on TV. Which is fair because, um, again, as you mentioned, people are cheering for her. And it doesn't do well for her to be all angry and moody and stuff when people are actually wanting her, especially to beat Charlotte. Right? So good move on WWE's part. They really need to straighten those things out. Yeah, um, I, I, I was really surprised that that happened. Because there are some people who online chatter na naman na, uh, si Ronda, yung feeling sa talaga towards the fans, like legit, naiinis siya sa fans, especially after the events of yung road to WrestleMania 35. So, may insight ka ba on that one? Uh, it goes to show how much of a newcomer she really is to the business. Na, uh, if you come from a legit sport like MMA, the, what, what fans feel about you is really what they feel about you, right? And what your character is, you're not trying to play anything unless you're like, uh, you know, unless you're trying to be a heel. But obviously, Rhonda is um, 100% genuine and she f- wears her heart on her sleeve. So, hindi pa na gets na kailangan separate mo yung feelings ng fans about you because sometimes um, they're just really feeling some type of way about your character and not really about you. And now I hope she's getting it because I hope somebody's like taking her aside and said, "Okay, uh, this is how you have to act because this is how you're being written." And no matter what they feel, if that's not what they is, if that's not what ha, uh, what the bosses or what whoever's booking you wants you to act like, then you gotta stay away from it and you gotta really compartmentalize those feelings. Siguro to add dun sa sinabi mo, Rose, sometimes it's not even about you. Eh. Sometimes it's really just about kung sino yung kasama mo sa story. Like in Ronda's case, nung WrestleMania 35, everybody was really just into Becky Lynch more. Diba? People love Becky. People just wanted to see Becky succeed. Or 2014 Royal Rumble, diba? si Brian wasn't even in the Royal Rumble. Naburat yung mga tao na si Rey Mysterio yung lumabas at number 30. And it's not like people hated Rey Mysterio. Nabuisit lang sila na hindi si Daniel Bryan yung lumabas. Siguro uh, for the WrestleMania 35, uh, this, the situation there i think it's also wwe's fault that they didn't like uh prepare ronda for the for the reactions like uh sana sinabi nila, okay guys um eto si becky mas, mas sikat na siya. so uh you gotta make sure that you uh, you understand that and by extension, they are not going to cheer you as much. So I don't think anyone told her that. I think they just left her to swim with the sharks and she got pissed. And if I were her, I would get pissed too. I said, I don't, I don't come from this, uh, I don't come from this industry where it's all an act. And um, unless somebody told me to stop taking myself too seriously, I'm not going to stop doing that. Right. Um, it, it makes me think then, parang. Wouldn't that be one of the first things na ituturo sa'yo pag pumasok ka sa industry? I don't know. Kasi, like, tayo, I think we kind of knew what we were getting ourselves into nung pumasok tayo. Eh, syempre, ang layo naman ng example of Ronda Rousey to Stan and Roe, ba? But, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure someone was, must have smartened her up. I don't think so. Kasi, 
I think they were also banking on her being super popular. And then I guess he didn't foresee that, okay, Becky's going to be popular too. So uh, they didn't know that, okay, some people might not cheer you because uh, this this woman is other, really more cheerable. So again, like I said, it's it might have been the WWE's fault for not uh, preparing her mentally for that. All right. Uh, say what's up to Brian or Brian in the comments who is looking for Chino. He'll be back next week on the streams. So yeah, don't, don't, don't worry for him. Uh, don't worry about him because uh, he will be back soon and he will be uh, be a regular again, pretty much. Yeah, and uh, if all things cooperate, hindi na tayo magkakaroon outburst na parang last year nung uh, <laughs> patapon yung internet niya dun sa ano niya, sa hey. quarantine location. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, let's keep. Uh, things rolling on SmackDown and talk about Paul Heyman. So, ako na appreciate ko yung opening segment ng SmackDown last week na inexplain talaga ni Paul Heyman yung yung buong story from when he returned into the arms of Brock Lesnar tas the next three weeks tapos uh, kung bakit sinabi sinabi niya kay Roman Reigns and then the moment na na-realize niya na uh, yung allegiance niya na kay Roman Reigns talaga. What did you think about how this all played out? Uh, you can leave it to Roman and Paul to make a good thing out of a shitty situation. Because I'm sure that was a last-minute decision. It wasn't supposed to go down that way, or it didn't seem like it was supposed to go down that way. And if it didn't, really, then they did a good job of finding a way to justify everything. Because that's what happens when you let people you know, explore their motivations on, 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 uh, on paper, right? So they find a way to, to justify it and they made it they made it make sense is what I'm trying to say so good on them uh it's always a good thing when they do that because yeah um you know I I really love promos you guys know that already by now and if you want to study what a good promo is na major modern major recent uh the Paul Heyman promo from the week from this past weekend Smackdown is actually a good example because from the start palang introduce na sino siya yung purpose niya, and yung papel niya dito, di ba? And then, yung motivations behind all of that. So, you can actually break down that promo into little segments. And sobrang, sobrang galing lang ng pagkaka, uh, pagkaka-explain ni Paul Heyman uh, over the last month of storytelling. So, really good stuff. Um, I, I wouldn't go out on a limb and say na promo of the year candidate na siya agad. But, you know, it, it's very well executed. I will say that uh, if I were a wrestler on the on the roster, on the main roster, and I weren't getting the benefits of having Paul Heyman work with me in my story, I would be really jealous because they are allowed to to write their own stories and write their own promos and write their own segments. While I have to take what's given to me by Vince and creative, diba? So uh, good on them. Sana that extends to everyone. Like, like more people get a hand in writing their own stories because you can tell who writ when you can tell when somebody has a hand in uh in how their story goes out yeah sobrang natural kasi yung pagkaka-deliver ni Paul Heyman yung tipong marinig mo yung words alam mo na ah sa kanya talaga to nang galing nasa utak niya talaga parang even yung delivery pa na isa sa puso niya diba so talagang genuine yung ano yung pinanggagalingan uh you know after this this whole segment went down an extending segment because Goldberg came out and now he's confronted Roman Reigns and the match we thought we were going to get in WrestleMania 36, we're now getting at Elimination Chamber this month. So what do you think about this? Because there are also rumors that apparently uh, 
ito na raw yung last match ni Goldberg under the current contract. Uh, I don't have any feelings about it. Like, okay, they gotta get the Goldberg match out of the way. It's Saudi Arabia, so Saudi wants big matches, and they always want to make sure that uh, it feels like a big show over there. So, uh, yeah, I don't have any feelings about it. I, uh, we all know what's happening, right? We all know that Roma's gonna win this, so uh, it's on them to make it watchable, and I'm sure they will because hey, Roman of all people will not be made to look weak against. Fucking Goldberg, about fucking fifty-year-old uh, Goldberg, right? So that should be a cakewalk, and it's something for Roman to do while he doesn't have any chamber matches of his own. So good on them. Uh, someone who isn't in any of the chamber matches, and someone who's now apparently a SmackDown regular is Big E. So I was checking this week, yung superstar page ni Big E, and I'm not sure if they've already updated it. Uh, but when I last checked. He was still on Raw. Uh, but if you look at Wikipedia, it apparently says that he's a SmackDown guy. Um, I'm checking right now. Oh, okay, so SmackDown is based on WWE.com. And uh, it was a very quiet move. Big na lang siyang nilipat sa SmackDown, uh, probably because the King Woods is also injured. So what do you think about this, this switch? Again, it's one of those things na sana binigyan nila ng konting effort to, to make it make sense. Like... Uh, Adam Pierce could have gone out and said, nah, okay, we needed Big E or Kofi requested Big E's help, you know, something like that. Anything, anything to make it, uh, you know, uh, sensible and not leave fans questioning why uh, this happened. Because, hey, okay, this insults my intelligence. And did you think that we would not notice that he was uh, suddenly a SmackDown guy? Is it, is it because he's he's not WWE champion anymore? Because say uh, he was only w, he was only on Raw because he was WWE champion. Something, anything, anything, even that would have been a good explanation. But uh, his contract on Raw was only because he was WWE champion. Anything, I would have accepted that. I don't know if you have, but it's something, something to go by. And they, yeah. it wouldn't give us the satisfaction of having, of, of you know, uh, giving us the relief in our minds and all that. Yeah. Um, see, Biggie, we, we saw him get drafted. Like, wasn't he the first pick in the WWE draft yeah, for Monday yeah, Night Raw? Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. And then this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Lance, you know, he's a SmackDown guy now. Lance says Big E was Big E's run was doomed the moment. No, I don't think it was doomed. Uh again, the cash in was good. It was a good cash in for him and his character. They made it look strong. It wasn't one of those cowardly after the match cash ins uh would solidif- would usually solidify a heel character. So I disagree there. Uh but everything else is debatably uh not as good as that particular moment. I would argue that the championship run was actually pretty strong, even though Mike Silang Sha, because they actually made him look like such a badass, like a badass fighting champion who would take on anybody who dared to mess with him, whether it was Seth or KO or Bobby Lashley. Um, that that was something that we didn't get a lot of from the Biggie character, lalo na nung part siya ng New Day, because with the New Day, he, he got to be really silly, but as Big E, the singles main eventer on Raw, he was really a badass. Uh, but some people would disagree. Uh, that wasn't apparently enough for most fans. They thought that it wasn't uh, it wasn't uh, that big of a championship reign. I felt like they wanted more big matches and big wins, and not just the subtle character work that you and I pick up on. So uh, while I agree with you, uh, it also went over lukewarmly <laughs> uh, with a lot of people. So I would say, yeah, uh, I guess. Um, 
they didn't do enough for Big E and that's why I wanted to, to win the Royal Rumble, right? That's because yeah. um, and apparently that's not happening. And if I were Big E, I would probably consider not re-signing the contract. That's just me. Do you though. know when his deal is up? Uh no, I do not. Uh I have I don't have that info in mind. But if I were him, I would really take this treatment under huge consideration. All right. Uh speaking of uh, things going over lukewarmly. We hope the podcast is not one of those things. We hope you love the podcast and all the wrestling talk we bring to you. And if you do, please give us a five-star rating over on Spotify. Please follow the podcast. Let people know that we exist, that they can wait, join wait, us wait, for wait. these. Uh, yeah. I, I want to I I wanna clarify something. Um, guys, as you might not know, uh, uh, there is a problem right now with our Spotify feed. So there is a bit of a technical difficulty. So if you have not been seeing audio-only feed uh, get updated, you might have to re-follow us again because uh, feed that we're still trying to work on, but we would like you to follow it and rate it for now. So Yo, just search the, re- yeah, search the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Spotify. You'll probably see two of them show up. The one you're not following yet, please follow that. Because that's the bago. That's the yeah, rate. Na rin, yung hindi nyo pa rate before. Because uh, uh, we're trying rate, to fix you everything. Have to, you have to listen to a few episodes before you can start rating. So, uh, you know, just catch up on the shows you might have missed so so you can start rating the show again. So, yeah, uh, it's really a hassle. But uh, right now, we're trying to we're still trying to find a fix. So, please. Thank you. Yeah, if someone can figure this out, let's say may sa na mas pa kaysa sa amin, uh, Let us know. Help us out. And uh, if if you actually play a part in it, we could send you something. Pag-us- yeah. namin behind the scenes. All right. Okay. Uh, we're gonna take our first break. When we come back, we'll talk about Monday Night Raw. I want to talk about Alexa Bliss because I loved what I saw this week. And we're gonna talk about Vengeance Day. Before that, though, here's how you can support the pod through your online shopping over on Lazada. All right, guys, as you know, there's always a deal happening at Lazada. So if you're getting anything that you want and need, because hashtag NASA Lazada, and you can do that while supporting the podcast in the process. The pod, uh, the affiliate link is podlink.co slash IAM, podlink.co slash the letters IAM. Type that in your mobile browser, add the cart, and check out from the app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost to you. Now a quick break to hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
let's get to some shout outs over on Kumu. Saying hey to Abby, who has sent us a bunch of stickers. So he she sent uh, 10 halo halos and 10 hugs. So thank you for that. Uh, we should cast them out really soon. Uh, Nipus78 sent us a pray uh, sticker. So thank you for praying over us. Namin yan. Uh, saying hey to Judy RH for following us. Maraming salamat. Maraming salamat. Uh, again, to everyone who's tuned in right now on uh, Kumu for our wrestling talk, Manami Salamat. And uh, please smash those hearts so you can let everyone else on Kumu know that you love the wrestling talk that we, that we are giving you tonight. Uh, Kyle Jimenez on the Facebook is asking for our thoughts on Keith Lee. Mamiya, we'll cross over to AEW and we'll talk about that. All right. Let's... Admin Jackie, uh, she says she stepped in for Rowan being the stats guy. And she says that <laughs> Biggie's contract is up in 2024, so in a couple of years. So. Again, if I were Big E, I would note this treatment um, I got <laughs> at the hands of Creative and Vince. And I will note that for my next uh, contract negotiation. Speaking of Creative, uh, let's talk about Alexa Bliss and her character work now uh, during the therapy sessions. About, we've been seeing this for the last few weeks. And uh, reportedly, there are nine sessions down in the film, like nine little vignettes. So I think this is the third or fourth week that we're seeing Alexa Bliss in therapy and unti-unti nawawala na yung old, older character niya. Like, you know, the hair's back down, nakalugay na ulit. She stopped talking like a kid. She's dressed more like an adult now. Parang lumalabas na ulit yung uh, adult uh, mean girl, hot mean girl character ni Alexa with traces pa rin of the creepy Lily character. So what do you think about this development? Uh, people who want the goddess character should be happy. Kasi, uh, I'm super happy. Yeah, yeah. This is what they wanted, right? This is what y'all wanted. Yeah. And uh, I don't really mind it. I prefer this I, I as well. I agree with you. Um, the whole creepy Alexa thing was a little too esoteric for me. And it doesn't work without Bray Wyatt. So, okay lang. Okay lang dead. Um they do need like legit ca- more grounded characters in the Raw Women's Division. So again, a good move for this. So I don't mind this. Uh, they are trying to explain it. Ito, ito. They are putting in the work in explaining the character change instead of just you know bringing her back suddenly and uh, pretending nothing happened to her. Yeah, nah, this really traumatic chapter in her character's life, right? Nah, it actually happened. Sabi ni Admin Jackie, the exorcism of Alexa Bliss. I don't know who this therapist character is, kung wrestler ba siya or kung actor ba siya, like si Dr. Shelby. Um, he reminds me of Nigel McGuinness. Like, every time the dude's on TV, iniisip ko lagi, si Nigel ba to? Obviously, it's not him. Yeah, uh, he's an actor for sure. So he's, he's, he's doing a good job of being the straight man, okay, Alexa. So... I can tell that he has experience. And yeah, I don't mind his work. Uh, I, I wish it was Dr. Shelby, but I think because if you bring Dr. Shelby back, magiging funny yung, ano, yung, yung tone ng, ng segments. People will think of Brian, and you know, Daniel Bryan's not there anymore. Yeah. Sabini Allen, at this rate, Alexa Bliss will return before Veer Mahan debuts. Well, to be fair, the Veer Mahan vignettes have been changing that in. Like the last two vignettes are different from the one that we saw for months. But I think uh, they're doing that instead of bringing him in because they don't have any ideas for him. So they would just rather change up the, the vignettes a little bit and not really cover new ground while pretending or while seeming like they're covering new ground. So I don't know if they're actually doing anything. And 
sayang lang kasi Veer is this really complex character that people might not know about, but he's really huge in India. Yeah. So there's a movie about him. There's a movie about him. He's an actual athlete. He's a popular baseball player from India. And they yeah. don't leverage this. They don't leverage this at all. And they just pretend that, okay, Veer is just an Indian wrestler now. We'll, um, we'll get over because he's in uh, forever. He's coming vidnets on, on Raw. But they could build the new Indian megastar if they really wanted to. And they just, they just don't. So that's pretty sad. If I were Veer, I would be pissed off as well. So, a uh, big deal new movie in Veer. It's called Million Dollar Arm. It was actually released under Disney, uh, I think, in 2011 or somewhere around that time. Uh, so, yeah, uh, he is a big deal as an athlete from India talaga, like a local Indian. And um, he, he speaks really good English. So, nagulat din ako hearing him speak in the vignettes. I don't remember if he cut promos <laughs> when he was with Sina Shanky and Jinder Mahalo. Because Shanky doesn't speak good English. But okay. Veer speaks really good English. <laughs> So I, I like hearing Veer talk. And sabi ni Roman J in the comments, Veer is scary when he talks. I agree. <laughs> no, I mean, like, shouldn't be a surprise that I'm English severe. I mean, like, people, you, you talk to Indian people when you call IT and stuff like that. <laughs> like, you know, BPOs and that. Like, they're, they're pretty good. Like, I, that shouldn't be, like, a big surprise. Uh, what Roman J is saying is he meant na hindi thick yung accent. All right. All right. Well, he is a big, uh, big star. He's a big athlete, so I'm sure he's world traveled. Uh, Wilson in the comments is asking, "Sino kaya yung mystery person in the women's elimination chamber match? He's throwing out Asuka or Bailey. Uh, see, someone is throwing out Alexis' name. See, Kyle Jimenez. He was throwing out Alexis' name, naman, uh, for that last spot in the elimination chamber for the women. Uh, we can predict this next week, but off the top of my head, I don't think it's Bailey because her reported timetable is March, pa." from injury. Mm, I don't know who it is. I haven't seen any rumors either. So my I would say Wilson is right about Asuka though. I, I don't I think it could be Asuka. For me, I think the safest bet's actually Alexa. Kasi kung tama nga na nine yung vignettes na final nila, mauubos nila yan by by oh no, no, no. Elimination chambers next week. Never mind. Never mind. Yep. Anyway, uh let's talk about Damien Priest. So we saw this week on the I uh, know um on uh on Raw, uh Damien Priest lost to AJ Styles, right? Then after the match, Nanilisik na yung matani Damien Priest, like letting the Damien side come out and all of that. And I don't know what they're hinting at here. I know, he's gonna be that guy na for real, for real. Uh I think so. I mean, like he's been losing, so I think that it's way more compelling for him to be the Damien character. Uh, I, I like the push and pull, even though it kind of makes for some weird matches. Uh, I feel like it's a bit of a cop out if he's forever Damien. So, so heal na lang siya. Uh, but it looks like that's what's happening. Na miss ko yung ano yung rock star character niya from NXT and for a while, but he had that on the main roster. Like that was the same guy we saw when he teamed up with Bad Bunny at WrestleMania. Like for me, yun yung favorite version ko of Damon Priest. But you know, I'm willing to see how they uh, make him go unhinged for real, for real. Like I don't know, is this gonna make him? Is this gonna require that he be a heel from 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 that point on? Yeah, I think they just want him to be mad all the time. So. Uh, it's easier for them to write it off now. Okay, uh, I'm unhinged. I'm uh, unrestrained. So, heal na ako. 
because apparently they need more heels in the mid card, which they don't actually. They need more faces. See, Drew Lynn is asking if AJ Styles was Damon Priest's first loss on the main roster. I'm not sure. No, uh, no Rowan's it, not here. No, it's not his first loss. Uh, Priest has lost uh, by DQ before. Just before this, you know, see, Roman is right. Uh, he lost to Kevin Owens before this. And I'm sure he's lost on the main roster before. Yeah, so the AJ Styles loss, uh, not as big of a deal as uh, you might think it is. Um, other stuff that went down on Raw, actually, Halos uh, Boom episode actually was building towards the chamber. So but they announced the women's chamber match. Uh, they just put out the card mismo. It's five out of the six. And then they spent the rest of the time really building towards matches like uh, Lashley and the rest of the Elimination Chamber field and then uh, you know um, wh- whatever uh, Becky and Lita and all the other stories they've got going on so what do you think like two weeks in uh, do you feel like we breathe from the Royal Rumble? Um, I don't mind it because it's a schedule and you gotta keep to the schedule at least they moved on from the Rumble which is fine because I, I would rather have them move on from the Rumble because it was really bad I mean it was bad in the eyes of fans. So the best thing to do is just move on, be a goldfish and uh, forget it ever happened. And my bigger problem actually is uh, because they don't have a real depth on their, on their roster, they are sacrificing yung mga same stars that they're building up to each other. So you saw shit like uh riddle losing or uh, Seth losing to a, uh, Seth losing to RK Bro, uh, stuff like that. Uh, yung mga ibang stars sa elimination chamber natatalo sa ibang stars. So nobody, uh, so you can tell that a few select few people are only looking good coming in because they they're not like AEW, where you have uh, lower mid carders who can eat the loss for the people that they want to build up. So it's just bad. Uh, like uh, Damian Priest should shouldn't have lost. Should have had had to lose AJ Styles just for AJ Styles to look good heading in a chamber. Because Damon Priest is the US champion, right? So uh, it doesn't look good for him. Even though, yes, uh, he is trying to uh, advance the whole Damian Priest, uh, Damian side story. But uh, there should be other people for that. There should be other people to build AJ up, to build Kevin Owens, Austin Theory up. Austin Theory shouldn't have, shouldn't have had to lose, right? So it's just them cannibalizing each other because there are no other people left on the roster. Uh, Roman J. Omos is there. He was in the opening segment with RK Bro and Chad Gable. I uh, sorry, Otis pala, sorry, Omos. Gosh, my eyes. It's been a long day. Been a very long day. Let's go to NXT. And uh, let's answer Kyle's question in the comments. Uh, what are your thoughts on Dolph Ziggler debuting on NXT 2.0? Uh, I mentioned this before. Um, I like, again, I like how NXT 2.0 is uh, integrating much better with the main roster. Like, uh, they know that they need the star power of the main roster to help, to try and help boost ratings of the uh, show without that much stars. So, okay lang yun for me. Uh, if there are people who aren't doing much on Raw, then they should definitely help out on NXT. And Dolph Ziggler is one, one good example of somebody who could help out. And it's kind of weird in timing because Braun is about to face uh, uh, Escobar. Escobar yeah, next week. And then all of a sudden, Dolph shows up. So it's not in timing. Then. 
But I like the idea. I like I like that it's not an island unto itself as compared to NXT Black and Gold. Yeah, nagustuhan ko siya because freshing matchup eh, by like uh, Champa and Dolph, Braun and Dolph, Escobar and Dolph, or put all those guys together in the ring for a fatal four-way. Diba? You had the, ch- uh, the fans in the arena chanting triple threat, triple threat, or fatal four-way. So it, I guess the segment did its job. I liked it because I've never seen these people interact before. Seeing someone like Tommaso Ciampa, who is literally the old man of NXT, diba? he calls himself old man Ciampa, so he's gatekeeper nila. Uh, talking down to Dolph, who is also a veteran, who's uh, been on the main roster for over a decade and calling him kid. That was a good story beat for me because it's the differences in how their careers have turned out. Yeah, uh, it's just a whole bunch of things that open up. And it really, if I were Braun Breaker and if I were one of the guys who uh, are still uh, being seasoned in developmental, this is a huge for me because I, I get to learn from uh, people who have been in the business for far longer. And... That's the real essence of of developmental, diba? Now, may tutulong sa to get to that level, and that's one of the things really missing from the black and gold NXT. Because for the most part, Triple H hired a bunch of experienced indie guys who didn't really need that much help acclimating to the main roster. Because uh, they already knew what they were doing; they already knew their craft. They just had to polish it and uh, try to make it. A little more like what Vince wanted, so uh, I like it. It 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 makes more sense to me this way. Yeah, so you know, must have flesh out now. It's really one big shared universe. Now, si AJ Styles, I was going back and forth from Raw to NXT because he was beefing with Grayson Waller, and then now you have Dolph Ziggler showing up on on 2.0 and feuding with I know Braun Breaker and Champa and Santos Escobar. So with that being said, let's go to yung uh, predictions natin for NXT Vengeance Day. So. Uh, as with the black and gold era, RIP takeovers. Diba? So now we're getting these special two-hour episodes of NXT, which to me aren't really that bad because at least you know they've been building up dinaman toward these cards, these special cards on on a Tuesday night. So uh, kind of like the takeovers of old, you have five matches already announced. So we'll go through the card one by one as we always do and tell you what we think will happen. Let's start with the North American Championship. It is Carmelo Hayes defending against Cameron Grimes. I don't think Hayes is dropping the North American Championship anytime soon. Uh, I know Grimes is kind of one of Vince's boys now, but that only means the Mahal up sooner or later. So I don't think he's going to have a run with the championship. I would actually think that Cameron Grimes is long overdue for a title on NXT. So I'm surprised that I know he hasn't had the championship yet. And if um, when Cameron Grimes uh, loses and moves on, I'd be very, very shocked because well, I, uh, I'm actually putting my money on, on Grimes here. Uh, it's, only, it's only because I think he's getting called up sooner or later. And I don't, um, I don't think they're going to you know, go through the whole motion of giving him a championship when he can just go, go up to the main roster anyway. Right, right. So I, I guess as a character, parang na flesh out na siya eh, di ba? Like he's already had yung coming in as a brash guy that nobody liked and then yung kanyang downfall, then his redemption story. I would say na among uh, all the characters on NXT, si Cameron Grimes is probably one of the more fleshed out ones. So I guess uh, that means na, you know, like he he's done his work in developmental and it's time to move on to the main roster, maybe. Uh, yeah. Let's go to the women here. Women's Tag Team Championships. It's Toxic Attraction versus Indy Hartwell and Persia Perota. 
Uh, my money is toxic attraction here. Um, I don't think oh, it could go either way, but I think they really like toxic attraction and who doesn't. So um, I, I, I'd probably have them retaining. But again, could go either way. So I was ex- uh, expecting Kaylee Ray to win the women's championship yesterday, and then that didn't happen. Uh, so I would think that if anyone loses the championships nila muna, it's probably uh, JC and Gigi. So I also think that it could be Indian Persia here, just because, uh, like, where else are Indian Persia going to go after after you know uh, this match? Oh, toto. Yeah, that's also a good point. That's why I I wouldn't be surprised if they do that if they go that way. Okay, guys, in the comments, let us know what you think about this one. Ito yung medyo can go either way nga talaga, diba? as Rose said. So is it, uh, are you guys rooting for uh, Toxic Attraction or for Indy Hartwell and Persia Pirata? Uh, while, you get, uh, while you type in your comments, let's talk about the weaponized steel cage match between Tony D and Pete Dunne. Um, am I the only one who's getting flashbacks to yung Ambrose Asylum match? I don't remember what that is anymore, but I can get... You know, get it through context clues. So yeah, um, I don't know. Uh, this one, I'm, I'm kind of over this feud actually. Like it's gone on for so long, and Medjuna Water down there and see Tony D'Angelo. He's he doesn't have the same luster that he had when he came in. So if I were him, if I were them, I would go with a Pete Dunn win because Pete Dunn needs it more, and uh, have Tony D get repackaged, but. Um, if Pete Dunn is actually getting called up already, then I probably think Tony's getting the third win. So, uh, what do you want Tony D'Angelo to look like if he gets repackaged? Uh, hindi ko alam. Uh, I don't know. I don't have. I don't have any ideas for him. I'm not that kind of creative guy. Uh, something that is. I, I don't know. NXT 2.0 is makarakter, right? So yeah. Uh, I can tell that they really want the. The mafioso mobster character, but I know they've been kind of easing off of it a little recently. I don't know what else they could do with it. Uh, <laughs> but I think they've also kind of run out of things for him or stereotypes for him to uh, to explore. See Tony D'Angelo, but there's not really much known about him because before WWE, he's an indie wrestler with an established background, unlike say Cameron Grimes or Joe Gacy. All I really know about Tony D uh, outside of NXT is that he. He is a former amateur wrestler. So like, what, what if he joins Diamond Mine and takes like Hachiman's old spot? Chepre wrestler is a coach, but like, you know, uh, they, they lost Hachiman. I don't know. That could work, I guess. Um, just something. I, say, I'm, I can tell that they have run out of mobster ideas for him. And identity Is it because he stopped doing the vignettes? Yeah, I think so. And Ever since the feud with Pete Dunn got serious, parang, okay, uh, he's just more of a Italian badass than anything. I think si Tony D when he was having the vignettes and he was really doubling down on the uh, on certain words that you would hear in mobster movies, diba? Mm, new stereotypes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's gone now because he yep. has an actual feud. So yeah. it's up to them to find something more for him. Yeah, he. he uh, I don't think Pete Dunn is gonna wake up next to a horse head. Lalo na si Tony D'Angelo. That's probably not gonna happen. Admin Jackie. 
Uh, let's move on to the Dusty Roads Tag Team Classic Finals for the men's division. It is MSK in the finals for the second straight year against the Creed Brothers. I think we can agree that this is the Creed Brothers' year. Uh, um, knowing who the tag team champions are, and they, they really did this match last week, about so mm. there's no way that MSK would have to go through it again. And you know, when the Creed Brothers and Diamond Mine are clearly beefing with Imperium. What do you think about the Creed brothers being tweeners? Like these guys are relatively new characters. Well, pa silang one year on on TV, but uh, they've clearly been established as tweeners depending on who they're facing. Yeah, okay lang. Uh, they're you know they're forces of nature. I just want them to to go crazy and throw people around. So I don't mind. I don't mind what they are because the whole of Diamond Mine is pretty much tweeners right now. Uh, Roddick Strong isn't a clear-cut face or is in a clear-cut heel so tanggap ko na na tweeners sila lahat yeah people love diamond mine like maanga sila pero uh, kahit sino rin naman yung kalaban nila diba? they, they, they get a pop they get a huge reaction from the crowd right yeah yeah uh, Julian MSK is not getting booed anymore pero they're not as popular as they once were so nag-cool down yung heat nila yeah yeah um Mas nasa diamond mine as a whole yung momentum eh. It really helps na sobrang solid din nila sa faction. Na lahat sila alam nila yung papel nila. And then si Malcolm Bivens is such a huge personality na you're kind of really just drawn in their direction pag nasa TV sila. Yes, Roman J, I think Ivy is a tweener as well. Again, it depends on ano, sinong kalaban. So yun, that, that's really it. Um, finally, the main event for Vengeance Day. Braun Breaker versus Santos Escobar for the NXT Championship. Uh, I want Santos to win. I really want him to get his due because he was looked over in favor of Hit Row and then we all know what happened to Hit Row. And now uh, Braun is okay, but you know he's Braun and he's new. He can he can eat a loss. Like if he lost tomorrow or next week, I wouldn't mind. I say there's so much more for him to do. He's got so much longer to go. But you can't say the same for Santos and he deserves like a good championship run to validate him for me i want to see santos win then because si Braun, i get it now they're establishing him as this badass fighting babyface champion to really represent the new era but i also want to see this guy go through adversity because now si Braun breaker is kind of like john cena nung early 2000 or mid 2000s right now rise to the top of god and then si cena went on this really long run where he was always coming out on top and uh people our age didn't like that at the time and not a lot of people look back on that quite fondly. So I no, want some people do. Breaker- um, people look back on it well. Yeah, it kind of aged better. Uh, so it's not really much of an argument here. You've seen a thing, but I get what you're going. I get, I get what you're going for. And the character itself could use a little more seasoning now that he's he's um, clearly you know put out there to for us to. To know that and he's gonna be the next big star. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want I want to be sympathetic towards Bron Breaker, diba? How do you get that? You get Legado interfering, uh, send them all out, Electra, uh, Joaquin Wilde, Raul Mendoza, get Dolph Ziggler out there to help out Santos Escobar so yeah. he can piss off Bron yeah. Breaker. I would exactly. love to see that happen. Oh, diba? Yeah, uh, uh, so Kyle, that's a good uh, sorry, that's a good go, one. Go. No, no, no. I'm just gonna say that that's a good idea because uh I want to see also um, Braun Breaker mature and not be this weird uh, uh, 
dog that's excited all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's how you get depth, diba? We talk about character depth a lot. We've talked about it for years and years and years on this podcast. And it really starts by putting the character through adversity. So, yun. Um, Bruce is asking in the comments, what's going to happen to Robert Roode? Well, I still own Raw. I mean, I think Dolph can, you know, appear on NXT independently of Robert Roode. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with Dolph appearing on NXT. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're independent entities even though they're tag team partners. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, say what's up to Tito Uncle in the chat hey. calling Braun Breaker a big puppy. What's up, man? Thanks for nice. joining us. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about Dynamite. We'll talk about Keith Lee making his AEW debut, NJ White, and the Inner Circle breakup. All of that after this quick break. But first, here's how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Shopee. Right, guys. So again, there always there's always a deal on Shopee. So if you want to support the podcast with your online shopping, all you got to do is use our affiliate link, podlink.co/w9x, podlink.co/the letter w, the number nine, and the letter x. Type that in your mobile browser, add the cart, and check out from the app. And whatever you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast, right here. And now a quick break to hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. All right, let's get to some shout-outs over on Kumu. Uh, saying hey to everyone who has tuned in. Saying hey to Nick07 Cabales. Hey, man. Um, thank you for tuning in. Uh, who else do we got here? Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, again, thank you to everyone who is tuned in right now on Kumu. Please keep smashing those hearts so people know that there is wrestling talk and you like that wrestling talk. And send uh, whatever you want to send us, uh, whether it's a sticker, a halo halo, a hug, or pray, or whatever. We always welcome it. Uh, say what's up, or, or saying thank you rather to everybody in the comment section who's just answering Kyle Jimenez's questions. So, Kyle, probably not as updated as most of the uh, regulars, not in Dita's stream. So, thank you guys for being nice and for straight up answering his questions. Yeah, Damien Kyle. <laughs> yeah, Marami Kyle. So many, uh, so but- many Kyles. <laughs> But yeah, uh, that's the type of environment we like here on the pod. You know, people just being uh, supportive and being nice. All right. Uh, let's start with someone who's not nice. Let's start with MJF. Because uh, we, we got to talk about him um, and, and where his story is going. But I also want to shout out his girlfriend or his reported girlfriend who he made out with on national television. <laughs> well, impossible to no reported girlfriend. Because if he's not a girlfriend, that's kind of off. That's kind of iffy, isn't it? I mean, if, it? if it was someone who he already agreed with in the back, na, oh, maglalaplapan tayo on TV ah, so I can look extra cool or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was a shoot girlfriend. Kasi may, may extra, may extra landi, may extra, may extra amor yung ano nila. Yung lab- I know, right? It just emanated <laughs> off of the screen. Nila. Yeah, like, <laughs> obviously that's a shoot girlfriend. Kasi otherwise, you know, that could have been really, really off. But really yeah, problematic uh, <laughs> Exactly, right? I was actually I was actually when I first saw it, I was waiting for him to go kiss the other girl. But then when he didn't, they re- <laughs> realized oh, hey, this is go- this is his girlfriend. Because uh, it wasn't if it was, if it was a work, he would have kissed both girls. Right. So right. uh yeah, um good for him that he got his girlfriend on a show. Uh yeah. that's he she should be a character soon. <laughs> yeah, good for her then for being game to, you know, uh, engage in the Frenchest of kisses, as Tito Uncle says. So, good job, MJF's girlfriend. Uh, um, what do you think about where this story is going with MJF and, and CM Punk and Wardlow? 
Uh, at this point, I'm convinced. I'm really convinced that this is all to set up MJF versus Wardlow, and then the uh, the feud between MJF and Punk is just a way for us for them to get there. And, is that a good thing because, or a bad thing? Yeah, it's a good thing because I, I am much more uh, excited for MJF and Wardlow. Uh, I'm kind of over MJF and Punk right now because okay, they got their uh, they got their mic battles uh, off their chest, off their out their systems. They got the good match out of their systems. Now I want to see Wardlow be his own man. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about you, but uh, like today when I was watching the tension between Wardlow and MJF, I couldn't help but think back to Triple H and Batista in 2005 when Batista finally broke away from Evolution. And I, I have to say, that's not a bad mold to follow. Yeah, um, obviously, uh, when Triple H and Batista were doing their thing, me and me effort and attention from the people involved uh they were really pouring a lot of attention um and time into that story more than other stories and you can see the same thing happening here so this slow burn has been everything great and you know where it's headed but that doesn't take away the fact that it's compelling Right. Um, so, ito, slow burn to, diba? MJF and Wardlow. What about the inner circle breakup? Because I, I have to ask if I'm the only one who feels like it wasn't earned. I feel like it's. Sh- I, I feel like it was supposed to be Jericho versus Kingston. Talaga. Like that was the few they were supposed to run with right now. But Eddie Kingston got injured and then they had to rush this. So I get where you're coming from, but also... It's also about time because they've allowed the younger members of the inner circle to do their own thing, achieve their own success. So I, it's kind of earned for me, not as much as MJF and Wardlow, but maybe something that I and I can't discount that. I mean, yeah. To be fair, about uh, the inner circle together, yeah, since the debut of Dynamite, so over two years, na rin. Uh, si Emil sinasabi niya in the comments na he feels bakama swerve na mangyari with the inner circle breakup. So I think. No, I think the swerve is that Jericho is turning out to be the defensive, selfish asshole that he's always been. Uh, he's not the clear good guy in this. And uh, you would have imagined that he might have been, when, when, especially when he was facing Kingston, because Kingston tends to be an asshole in himself. But yeah. now it, 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 it clearly comes off as uh, Jericho being afraid to lose his guys because he doesn't have power. He back. Oh. I mean, I think it helps then that people like Sammy Guevara are really over themselves, right? Like, so, super popular si Sammy. Um, I think Santana and Ortiz have kind of established that in that they can get over on their own. I, I, I'm not sure if I can say the same about Hager. Uh, I think Hager sticking with Jericho. Say, I think Hager has accepted his role in that part-time because he's doing MMA on the side too. And then he's normally attached to Jericho's hip. Uh, people in the comments are saying na big lang out of nowhere. I think you guys have just not been watching the show as much as I have or as much as we have because they have been building this up uh, for yeah, a while. Yeah, me- to be fair. It's just, yeah. I-, I just didn't feel it was totally earned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I get you. But the fact, the opinion that it's out of nowhere, it's not true. Uh, it's just a kulang pa is what you're saying. And I get that. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I wish that there were some steps that we didn't have to skip on the way to getting to this point. No. Yeah, I, I really blame the, the Kingston injury for that. Because I, I felt like the, the point A to point B had to go through Eddie Kingston. Eh? 
Yeah, obviously Eddie Kingston new history niya with uh, the Proud and the Powerful, but from their days in LAX. So ngayon, all all the, all Jericho could really do was uh, throw a pot shot and shout out Homicide and Hernandez, diba? So there's that. Uh, let's talk about the two debuts. Uh, let's start with Keith Lee because obviously that's the bigger debut. And uh, people, like you guessed it was Keith Lee, Ro. That's a chat natin. Uh, I'm not sure if a lot of other people guessed it was Keith Lee. I guess you could make that guess based on yung timing ng uh, departure niya from WWE. Pero based on yung wording ni TK sa Twitter na forbidden door getting slammed and all that, Keith Lee would not have fit that description because he's free agent siya, di ba? Yeah, and he apologized for that because he got too caught up in the moment. And, well, that's one thing he apologized for at least. So, uh, good for him. But... Uh, it, because of that, though, I my guess of Keith Lee was kind of quiet because I couldn't, you know, I couldn't uh, clarify. I couldn't really 100% confirm. And nobody had any idea of who it was. So I, for once, I wanted to let it play out and see who it was going to be. And then, pleasant surprise, it was Keith Lee and it was good. Um, yeah, uh, I thought it was a good uh, debut. People are saying that he was out of shape and he got gassed, but I don't see it that way. I, I, I have been gassed in the ring. Uh, while I'm not proud of it, I know what it looks like. And that is not what gassed or what Keith Lee appeared to look like is not what gassed looks like to me. I'm just really happy for Keith Lee. We all know that uh, you know he's he's a good dude behind the scenes, uh, based on the other wrestlers, and he's a really good wrestler himself. Uh, so you know, I, I just want nothing but success and good health for the man. Uh, congratulations to him and Mia Yim, by the way. They got married over the weekend. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. what a big week for the limitless one. Uh, uh, so uh, I hope, though, my bigger hope is that because Keith Lee is now in the company, I hope that Mia also gets a shot in the company because I could always use more uh, alums and veterans on the women's division. Yeah, especially someone with the experience that Mia Yim has. So I too am rooting for Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Lee. So there, congratulations to them. Uh, and finally, let's talk about Jay White. So how do you feel about this? Uh, good, bad, lukewarm? No, I don't know. Who comments? Who who is uh, uh, who is excited for Jay White? Um, where where is the, I, I where's know, the nonchalance coming from? I know one person who is excited for Jay White, and. <laughs> But that's just one person. And uh, where's where this coming from? Well, uh, um, I I have never been compelled by Jay White. Like, I've tried. Um, he's good, for sure. But he's just not compelling. And he is one of those guys that... Uh, so it's hard to get excited for him. So it's like one of those things that you just have to see him... You just have to see a good match from him to get into him. But on in theory, he's not that much to get excited for. It's like MJF. Like, uh, you know he's good. Or you can get excited for him because you know he's entertaining as a healer. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't really say the same for Jay White. Not saying he's bad, but he's just not up there in terms of hype. You know, it's a good call for Tony Khan to just debut him in a random backstage segment with RPG Vice and, uh, and the Elite. I mean, at least my history, don't right? you? The chaos history and Shempre, uh, Rocky being one of the behind the scenes bosses in New Japan and Jay White being one of the signature stars of New Japan right now. So I, I, I guess that worked for me too. See, Kyle Martin is shouting out Shane O'Mac because people, 
on Twitter have been guessing that it would have been Shane O'Mac in Keith Lee's spot. I I really did not think this would happen though. Uh I I don't know. <laughs> if I were Tony Khan, I would not touch Shane O'Mac with a ten foot pole. Because <laughs> hey, I would I would believe the rumors about Shane. And if you get some if you get that guy in, you can't really treat him as a regular wrestler because he's not built that way. Um uh, I don't have any spots for him as a special wrestler because hey, the whole Shane O'Mac thing only really works in the context of WWE. Because otherwise, he's just Vince McMahon's son. <laughs> I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of Shane's popularity is with WWE homers. If you if if that makes sense. So to me, it's just. One of those things is sobrang absurd, but it's not absurd. Na parang, yeah, I hope it happens. I mean, it's just plain absurd to, to suggest that, yeah, the, the forbidden door guy is Shane McMahon. I just, <laughs> <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying here, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't get it. Um, must get Scoop as a Triple H because Triple H, at least you can say that he is a former full-time wrestler. But Chepita, he can't wrestle now. He's got a heart problem. He's recovering from heart surgery. So you can only hire him to help run the show. But uh, again, I, I feel like the Shane O'Mac magic only works in the context of WWE. Because... I feel like WWE is the only place where Shane McMahon wrestling makes sense. If if that makes sense to anyone here. Yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're trying to say. Uh Sabni Admin Jackie, we also thought it was Mustafa Ali, but you know, uh that would be breach of contract. And uh that, that, would real, that would have been a real burning bridges uh slamming the forbidden door moment for sure. I, I wouldn't want anyone to get embroiled in these really complicated court cases, is what I'm saying. Also, here. also true. Also true. Right? Uh okay, last bit on AEW. Let's talk about Hangman Page versus Lance Archer. I, I just feel bad for Archer, man. Like the guy can't catch a break. Oh, I imagine more the one manager mode. They both oh, helped out. They both helped out in your death match. No, and no, you still he, can't he win. pushed one away. No, but they still helped. Uh, Lambert uh, did the thing in the turnbuckle, and then Jake the Snake did a DDT. So DDT away Archer. Then Archer did the DDT. Right, right. But some tulong because it's like three mm. on one. Yeah, you still can't win. <laughs> so it's pretty bad. Um, I know that not everyone can be a star, but if you are a specimen like Lance Archer, with uh, may it factor na kasi malaki ka kasi violent ka maangas ka you still, yeah. you still can't get the job done I don't know man I, I would take it against TK <laughs> I can't even win the TNT championship like that's fucked up is it because he's advanced in age like late 40s na kasi si Archer eh. probably I th- um I, I was thinking about it and it was really more of the fact that he's not a big star like the others are. But at the same time, it's also because he wasn't given that chance to be a big star, you know? Um, they haven't really invested fully in him. And it's weird now that they were giving him the spot when they know that he wasn't really a threat. He doesn't really come off as a threat to anyone on paper. Yeah, um, I really feel like 
sobrang missed opportunity yung 2020, the inaugural TNT Championship Tournament. I really felt na at the time na Lance Archer should have won it. Obviously, Cody wait, wait, did. Wait, I, I want to answer Kyle Martin's question in the comments because I want to burst his bubble here. Lance Archer and Vance Archer are twins. No, just kidding. They're the same person. Yeah. Uh, I, it's a shame the that, meme from the office. It's a shame that uh, Rowan isn't here to answer this for you. But uh, yes, uh, Lance Archer is Vance Archer. He stole the name. He stole the last name for his indie run. So that's enough. The more you know. Yeah. Same guy. Same guy. So yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I feel bad for Lance Archer. I hope that uh, he finds some form of success but then on AEW. Because really the only big match he's won is when he took the IWGP US title away from John Moxley. Uh, and even that wasn't a big deal, you know. Um, uh it's a good championship, the IWGP US Championship, but it's an NJPW title, so it wasn't really paraded much on AEW programming. And then he lost it to, Na- to Tanahashi again, anyway. <laughs> yeah, like a few weeks later, lang. So, uh, so sayang then another poor. I know. Like if I were him, I get it. Like you would have to lose every now and then. I don't mind losing, but uh, for other fans, because the fans care about whether you lose or not, and the perception does matter a lot then. No, I mean, one of AEW's uh, USPs when they started was wins and losses matter. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, because yeah. uh, personally, uh, I don't really mind putting people over, but fans do mind. And uh, when fans mind, it also kind of uh, has an impact on how you should be booked. On, on the shows. Because now, we think that, okay, we don't see Lance Archer because he's always So now, hmm. he's kind of tainted goods. So, it also comes back to bite the booker in the ass. Right. On that note, uh, that's it for, for AEW this week. Let's get our picks of the week before we announce our winner for the last voucher in 2 terabytes uh, cloud storage from Mega. Uh, everybody in the comment section, go uh, put in your picks of the week, pati yung mga nasa Kumu. As we get to ours, I'm going to start with Rowan, who, uh, even though he's absent tonight, he picks the New Day versus Los Lotharios over on SmackDown. Ako naman, I'm going to pick the Quiz Bowl from Monday Night Raw. That was really funny. I loved the jokes. Siyempre, yung, uh, th- that killer punchline at the end with the metric system conversion, Randy Orton and Riddle doing the wink-wink, nudge-nudge, best stuff that I've seen on TV this week. Yeah, uh, I just want to comment on that and saying that uh, this is the humor people want. Um, yung mga subtle adult jokes na mukhang, hindi mukhang adult joke. So, if you know, you know. Yeah, if you know, you know talaga. So it's really on WWE to do more of that. Because it works. Eh. They already saw that it works for the live crowd, uh, with social the TV media. crowd, social media. So let your writers do that, that more of that kind of thing. Yeah, kung sino man yung writer nun or yung producer na naglagay ng joke na yun, pakibigan ng race, paki-elevate sila, give them all the segments. I'm sure it was also Rid- I'm sure it was also Riddle and Orton. It was also their idea for sure. Oh yeah, sure. You know, good for Riddle, good for Randy. Uh, how about you, Ro? What's your pick? Yeah, I actually forgot to name a pick of the week. So let's name the others from the comments while I think of one. Sige, sige. Let's go with Bruce. Pick of the week niya is our audio-only episode from this week. Yung uh, Musicians in Wrestling. Roman J, Parao Kame, Raw Quiz Bowl. Leo picks Keith Lee's debut and Hangman versus Archer. Lance picks the fact na wala si Cody and Brandy Rhodes. <laughs> what a dick. 
Kyle picks Riddle saying shoosh. I, I pop a lot for Chad Gable saying shoosh, by the way. And anyway, oh, thank you. Sobrang gusto yon. <laughs> um, Emil picks CM Punk and John Moxley versus FTR on Dynamite. And Orton saying, you think you're the only one who bakes, bro? Yeah. Um, Andre picks <laughs> Keith Lee and Jay White making their debuts on AEW. Uh, Julian picks the Quiz Bowl and you debuts then from AEW and the fact that si Cody, another hater. <laughs> uh, see, Alan picks Ilya Dragunov teasing match number four against Karen Noir on Progress. Uh, so Progress is actually on the WWE Network. So if you have a subscription, you can check out those shows. Are, and uh, Are there newer shows going to be on the network? Or uh, yes, so the latest show, the comeback show in progress, will be uploaded. Pero the match ni Anthony Ogogo will not be included. Ah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, so oh, yun yun yung, yun yung alam ko about progress. Um, Alan picks Io Shirai's return, dude. Okay, din yun. Like I loved the segment niya with Zoe Stark. Um, she looked super cute during their banter, and seeing Io and KLR uh, team up, man, that that makes you all tingly inside. Um, last uh, latest episode of Rampage, you pick me, John Christopher, and Alan also picks oral sessions with Charles Barkley. It's a great podcast. Um, see Vintendo in the chat. What's up, Vintendo? Hey, see, oh, man. shouting out uh, Keith Lee. Um, speaking of podcasts, uh, Ro recommended a podcast that I have fallen in love with really quickly, and it's Freddie Prince Jr.'s podcast, Wrestling with Freddie. It's so uh, good, guys. So good, so good. Uh, if I ever, if I ever did a solo podcast i want to be just like him but i'm not as good at storytelling as he is so uh sobrang pahingan nyo guys um i'm sure my only f- my only fear is that he's going to run out of content cuz he's only he was only with the wwe for uh, only so long diba so eventually i hope i i mean i think he's going to run out of stuff to say and stories to tell but uh for the stories he is telling you guys should go listen to it Really, really good stuff. And he gives the Hollywood writers a good rep. Because as we all know, we don't like the Hollywood writers as much. Because we think they don't know much about wrestling. But when they do know their stuff about uh, uh, stories, creatives, uh, creative fiction, and all that stuff, it really hits home. And they really know, uh, they really do know what goes into making a good story. Yeah, it's really good to integrate his pagkazen niya now that he's 45, 46, much more chill as a human being. And his side quests niya to his personal stories and integrate niya with wrestling. Really good stuff. So go check that out. That's an additional pick of the week from me too. So speaking, Ro, what's of, yours? Uh, speaking of, uh, ano, uh, Alan says Oral Sessions with Charles Barkley. Also a good episode of Oral Sessions. Uh, really good stuff there about social media and the way you should act. So go listen to that. Um, Charles Barkley is really fun to listen to. I say, my Southern drawl, and he talks real slow. But, <laughs> no, no, it's really good. No, he's, I, I'm complimenting him because it's easy to listen to. Okay, but, okay. You've heard it, right? You've heard yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, so, uh, no, man, it, he is not as barambado as you would imagine he is then. Yes, yes. So he's pretty zen, so that's a really good episode of that. Um. Okay, uh, my pick of the week is from Rampage, Ricky Starks versus uh, Jay Lethal. Um, if you read my Rampage review on Smart Henry, uh, I argue that this is the best use of a controversial Jay Lethal right now, where he is being used to put other people over, so you can't have a chance to celebrate him, right? So and that was the first time the FTW Championship had a good match and meant something, <laughs> right? 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, it didn't feel like an, an unofficial championship for once, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I also will pick the Jeff Hardy episode of Wrestling with Freddy as a pick. So go listen to that. That is my uh, podcast recommendation of the of the now. Because <laughs> hey, mm. I don't usually do that. Mm. Except, you know, it's more engaging because, you know, you get to space out while someone's just telling you a story. So good mm. stuff all around. As we get out of here, uh, got to remind you about some uh, some stuff. Obviously, if you want to keep the conversation going, you can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. Send us those questions that you've been meaning to ask. Uh, Ro and Rowan have been doing a really good job of explaining concepts like the fourth wall, the Freebird rule, lots of good stuff on our TikTok. Go subscribe to Patreon as well. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and on Spotify and give us those five-star ratings. They really go a long, long way towards supporting the podcast. And of course, we got to say thanks to our friends from Mega and Machung Chismisan because Papa Miguel is the final voucher. So, um, Babyface producer Gel, can you please put up the magic roulette so we can spin the wheel? While he's loading the magic roulette, I just want to say, Kyle, uh, if you have more questions about wrestling, about WWE, go ask us on TikTok because we questions that Especially if you've been out for a while and you don't know what this is, you don't know what's happening, we will definitely answer that for you. Yeah, and come Elimination Chamber, I'll probably record something about the experience of calling a show from home. So yon, watch out for that then on our TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. Right? You can see the magic roulette and the advertisement on the side. So babyface producer Gel, spin that wheel. What a blank na ano, a spot. <laughs> what happens if I, you I choose no a idea. blank spot? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> well, Alana, I guess. Is it? Is it? I'm sorry, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Cuenca, congratulations, man. Uh, we're laughing here because our friend Ricky has been trying to join this promo for weeks and weeks and weeks. And kala namin yun na. <laughs> but it was almost, decided it to was swing close, a different way. <laughs> Super Maybe close, you need to change your name, bro. Change your name. <laughs> uh, thank you so much to our, our friends from Mega and Machong Chismisan, ang podcast na nagsasponsor ng ibang podcast. All right, Ro, any plugs before we leave? Uh, no, not really. Uh, just go follow us on TikTok at Wrestling2XPod and uh, read Smart Henry. That's all I can say. All right. And for me, uh, go check out one of my other podcasts now steaming at Chinoy Podcast. Talked about Chinese New Year last week. Next week, we're going to talk about feeling pressure as we turn 30. So introspective stuff coming from us. Uh, it's now steaming at Chinoy Podcast. Check it out on Spotify. All right. Uh, follow us at Roizwar, at Chinoy Supersized, at Monday Night Rowan, N-I-T-E on Twitter, N-I-G-H-T on Instagram, at underscore Stan C for me. Thank you to Babyface producer Gel and the rest of the PNA team behind the scenes. Don't forget to mask up, stay safe, get your vaccines and boosters if you can. And in three months, guys, wag po tayo boboto ng magnanakaw at wag po tayo boboto ng mamamatay tao at sinungaling. Alright? Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, out. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. 